Good morning, good morning to you this morning. Praying all is well with you, beloved. In the name of Jesus, this is Speak Life. I'll go tell my brethren ministry, which is Sister in Christ, Carlene, Rachel, Renee. In the name of Jesus, yes, I'm praying all is well. And today is December 30th, 2021. So, we know, right? The clock is ticking. So, yeah, let us get everything in order and pray we meet each other in the new year in the name of Jesus. So, I'm on here early because I got such a word this morning. I love the word of God. I love the Lord. I love what he's saying. And so, I am lifting up my whole household. I'm lifting up your whole household. And I am lifting up the kingdom family in the name of Jesus. I'm lifting up the martyr saints, the persecuted saints, those shutting down, those taken by men stealers. I'm lifting up the children. I am lifting up those that are working in the vineyard, helping to bring things together uh, for the stature of the Lord, our Savior, Jesus Christ. So, Father, I come to you this morning. I thank you as a willing, broken vessel to be used so light can shine through every part, Lord God, that they see no flesh, but they see you in the name of Jesus, or they hear you in the name of Jesus, Lord God, and I thank you for it. I thank you in advance for what you're doing. I acknowledge you in the speak life and all that I do, Lord God, and I know you are directing my path because I'm trusting not in myself, but I'm trusting in you in the name, leaning in your bosom, Lord God, so you can just crucify all this flesh in me and speak in spiritual realms what the spirit is saying to the church on this day i ask that you bind up everything you make the path clear like crossing over the red sea in the name of jesus lord send the ear to hear lord send the ear to hear to feed in the name of jesus and prepare the heart and the mind of the heart in jesus name so Good morning, beloved. So I um, I came to talk about this morning yielding, um, yielding our service, yielding our service. Who are we serving our souls to? Who are we serving our souls to? So, you know, the word of God is continual. You know, I love, I love the word of God. I love, I love my, and, and prayer is just, you know, he's opening my eyes in prayer. Um, and so I thank God for it. I, I thank God for it. If we begin to add the word into prayer, it changes everything. It changes everything. And if we sit still to hear uh, with the Spirit, through the Word of God, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Truth and Comfort, Constellation, and the unctioning of the Holy Spirit in the Word, it will truly change, change us, change our perspective, change our mindset. And we will have a deeper understanding. We'll be strengthened with all might. We'll have a boldness and an assurance and a confidence in him. 
in Christ Jesus because Christ Jesus is the word of God. So you'll hear me say that all the time because it's the truth. He is the word of God. And so God manifests himself because that's what the words say. The word manifests himself. Jesus manifests himself. He does to those that love his word. So um, this is, I'm, I'm in chapter six, uh, part of the prayer, the posted prayer. And Lord, I need you. I need you. I truly, truly, truly need you. Um, so I'm, a, I'm just going through Romans six as far as, you know, what shall we say? Okay. So yeah. Ooh. So I have to go back. So I'm going to do what, okay. I'm going back into Romans five first, and I'm going to start for verse 17. For if by one man's offense, death reigned by one. That caught me this morning because it only took one. It only took one man. One. And what made me just think, because what made me just think, you, I would have thought it took two. Why? Because Adam and Eve. But Adam and Eve are one. They're one, okay? Uh, a man comes one with his wife. So they are one unit. So it says, for by one man's offense, one, one disobedient act, one man offense against God, you shall not eat of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. You can eat everything else, but that one tree, you can't eat. It says, so by one man's offense, death, reigned had dominion death reigned okay by one with god it only took one by one much more they which receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness righteousness is a spirit that is a gift the righteousness of god's a gift it says, the gift of righteousness shall reign, have dominion, in life by one, one Jesus Christ. You got to love God. You got to love, oh, I'm just, you got to love God. You really, really do. You have to love, you have to love the Lord. Uh, you have to, I mean, because God is just, you know, he's just, just, he's a, just really not just anything so it says to reign as king dominion rule royal dominion my god uh to hold back assemble subjugate to be first in rank leadership uh, to be co-regent I really don't know what that is, but I assume it's some form of... So, death had a royal dominion through one man's offense to God. <laughs> we, we bind up everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Had. So, it says here, so by one, Jesus Christ, by the word of God, righteousness reigns 
if we receive Jesus, right? Therefore, as by the offense of one, judgment came upon all men to condemnation, to being condemned. Even so, by the righteousness of one, the free gift came upon all men unto justification of life. We are justified in Christ, through Christ, because of Christ, by Christ. So I'm in Romans 5 to, to get us started. I'm in verse 19. For as by one man's disobedience, and many were made sinners, many, he didn't say all, many were made sinners. So by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. Moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound. But where sin abound, grace did much more abound. That as sin have reigned unto death, sin reigned unto death, Um, sin reigned unto death, even so might grace reign. This is a rulership. This is the principle. Okay? It says that as sin have reigned unto death, even so might grace reign, might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ, by the word of God, through the word of God, because of the word of God, our Lord, Lord, rulership, lordship, ownership, okay, kingship. So we have a sonship, depends on who's ruling over us. So chapter six, what shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. The answer to that question is God forbid. So I've met people that believe once they become a Christian, they could do whatever they want to do because they believe they are saved. So, if you believe that you can do whatever you want to do because you confess that you are a Christian, you may not have confessed Jesus is Lord because if Jesus is Lord, we no longer sin. That's what John tells us, right? Because the Lordship would lead us unto righteousness, doing what's right. That's what Lordship does uh, uh, by Jesus. Okay, God is righteous, so his word is righteous and true. So his word, Jesus Christ, leads us to righteousness, reconciled to God, cleansed, washed, our feet are washed, okay? So we would not continue in sin because it's contrary 
And it's not that we do it ourselves. Our shepherd that is guiding us, he leads us through the Holy Spirit also. The Word and the Holy Spirit combined, they are one, okay? The Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. So the Holy Spirit leads us into God's word of truth. So we would no longer continue in sin because we know sin is a lie. Sin is a lie. Because sin is contrary of all the things that God says. So we will start getting convicted. Some feel like it's condemnation, but it is according to your heart, how your heart thinks and what your mind imagines, okay? Because otherwise, when we are chastened by the Lord through a messenger or corrected, we no longer feel the condemnation. We know it's a conviction to correction to lead us unto righteousness. So that's what we know, okay? When we abide in Christ. So it says, what shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. That's the answer. God forbids it. <laughs> okay, so it says, how shall we that are dead in sin live any longer therein? If we're dead to sin, not dead in sin, sorry, dead to sin. If we're dead to sin, it's it's dead so what's dead can't do anything anymore okay so it says know you not that so many of us were baptized into jesus christ were baptized into his death so i had to really get this right jesus is in us we're in him right so that means we went through death with him. Because before he came, we were with him in the beginning. We're walking out the end. But the beginning was before the end because now we're doing the process to the end. So we were in him because he's the book of life. He's the word of God. Our names are written. Okay. So when he came, he had all of us with him. He already knew who the devil was. He already knew who would be used by the devil. He knew who would deny him. He knew who would stone him. He knew who would smut him. He knew. He knew. Lord, I feel you. He knew. He knew. He knew. From the beginning, I knew you before you were in your mother's womb, Jeremiah, and all the Jeremiah's. He already knew. That's why he could come say, Simon, your name will be called Peter. Your name will be Cephas. Your name will be Abraham. I know what they named you, but the beginning of your pro process was Carlene Renee, but now it's Rachel. Mary Magdalene, I have to cast these out so you'll be a mighty woman of God throughout generations. This testimony is going to be known 
they're gonna know who who you were and you you had all this stuff they don't know what your devils or demons were but they know i cast them out so they know it is possible they know john yeah but they didn't know you was going to be on the island writing the revelation of all of this the revelation of jesus So that's how we're baptized in his death is that we got to come to the knowing we got to come to the knowing of jesus christ we got to come to the knowing of who we are in him who he is first yeah because fear is the beginning of knowledge and wisdom of god because we become to know one that he exists we gotta acknowledge that. We gotta acknowledge. And we have to, we have to know that he's God. Yeah. We have to believe that he is. That's what the word says. Because it's the truth. Anyone that has gone through processes of God know the processes of the truth because we've gone through whatever part of the process we know it's true and then as we continue through the process we know it's all true we believe it's true before we get there that's how so many died without receiving the promise but they know the promise is true they know the promise is true so wait a minute I'm, 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 okay therefore we are buried with him with the word with christ by baptism into death that like like just like as christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the father because we're the sons okay he said well i'm gonna do it you're still a son because like you said adam and eve are one one god sees it as a whole he made them male and female. But the male was first. They're one. God is one. So it says, he's our father. Okay? Even so, we shall, we sh even so, we also should walk in a newness of life. I don't care what anybody says. Because I know it's true. When we receive Jesus Christ, and we begin to seek Him, and we seek the Lord, whoa, there's a newness. We become new. When we begin to study, we become new. Old things, all of that stuff passes away. It's a process. But the more we study and let our minds be transformed and our hearts purified, because our hearts got to be purified in order for our minds to be transformed because the heart controls the whole central of a person. Okay, so once the heart becomes purified, our imaginations change because our thoughts are changing. And so we start to imagine the thoughts that's in our heart, casting down imaginations in the mind. The thoughts of the heart so when our heart becomes purified thank you lord jesus when our heart becomes purified 
our imaginations change. Everything changes. Our word changes. And we start to speak things that God has spoken to us and we bring it into fruition and manifestation through our words. Let it be. So that's why we have to be so careful of our words. I have a sister. I call her Iffy. Um, God used Iffy. Because I really wasn't paying attention. This, it, it is a practice of mine. But he used her as a visual. Because when she posts her post, she posts good words. And she declares them. And that is a written agreement with God for declaration to draw the sons and the daughters through their words, the words let it be. Whatever you start to think and imagine is coming to fruition because you start to speak it and you start to think on it. And you start to call it into existence through your words. And if you're mute, you still, somehow you're still doing it. It's still going into spiritual realms because God knows the thoughts. And he knows the mind of the spirit. Oh, Lord, help me with this thing. That's how it works. That's how it works. You can't tell me. Christ is operating in us, and there's no limits. There's no cleansing. There's no washing. He might be in us, but he's not in the heart. He's in the tongue. Just mere words. But when he becomes the owner and ruler of the heart, For if we have been planted together as seeds in the likeness of his death, we got to die in Christ. We got to die naturally. But when we die naturally, we need to be in Christ Jesus. You better be in Christ because if you're not in Christ, you're outside of Christ. And so if you're outside of Christ, you're outside the gates because you never entered the gates while you was on this side. We got to enter the gates on this side before we enter the gates on that side. Hallelujah. Glory. Woo! Okay, Lord, I got So it said, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him. That the body of sin might be destroyed. That henceforth we should not serve sin. Lord. For he that is dead is freed from sin. So we, when we naturally die, we're free from everything in our body. Our soul and our spirit got to give an account. But everything in the flesh is dead. It's dead. The voice, the sight, 
the hearing. It's all dead. So if we die in Christ in the spirit man already, the flesh is just walking around, but it's already dead. But our spirit and our soul, okay? So it says, for he that is dead is free from sin, free from the law, free from sin. Now, if we be dead with Christ, now, right now, right now, I am dead with Christ. Right now, I've already surrendered and submitted. So we have to surrender and submit, all of us. There's many of us, many that have surrendered and submitted and subjected to the rulership, the lordship of Jesus Christ in God our Father. It says, now if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him, the word of God, knowing that Christ being raised from the dead dies no more, only one death. People say, and I've said this many times, you only live once. The devil's a liar, and the carnal mind is a liar, and the corrupt heart is a liar. Because no, you have the choice of dying once and living twice or living once and dying twice. It's a choice. It's a choice. Okay? So it says, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm like, whoo! And I'm not sorry. No, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, it says, knowing that Christ being raised from the dead dies no more, death have no more dominion over him. No Lord, Lord, Lordship. No rain. Uh, for in that he died, he died unto sin once. He went to sin. He died unto sin. Okay. He had to face death. He had to go through death. He had to be obedient to death. And we be obedient. That is. He had to be obedient to the rule of the law of death. Okay, see, all these are under my rule. And they're dead. The only way you can get them is through blood, like blood was shed. So, God, how you gonna do this? Because I own them. I rule. I reign over them. Okay, you think you do, right? So what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna come down on earth. I'm gonna put myself in man. The same man I allow to fall. fall listening to you in the garden okay that same man i'm gonna come in the likeness of him okay without flesh okay so i'm walking in this thing without the flesh but i'm as man okay so that same man i'm gonna let him kill me because guess what the same man first murdered so i'm gonna go through the whole process i'm gonna come in under the law i'm gonna come in birth through woman and she's gonna give birth her words. See, the first woman gave birth to dead words, telling, giving the fruit to her husband, the fruit that will kill them all. So what I'm going to do is the I'm going to be in this virgin, and her words are going to be me. She's going to give birth to me. She's going to give birth to the word of God. Hallelujah. Mary was pregnant with the word through the Holy Spirit. She, she had all of God in her. All complete God in her and she gave birth to him so she gave birth to the man like okay and so that same man that committed that first murder because of those words of death 
that was contrary to what I said, right? So I'm going to let him kill me. I'm going to let him kill me. I'm going to let him spit on me. I'm going to let him nail me to the cross so I can save him. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord Jesus. So I can save him. So I can be obedient to you. Death and sin. See, but it's not in me. It'll be on me. From all points, it's going to be on me. In the name of Jesus, it's going to be on me. I'm going to take everything, every single thing, because when I die, it's all going to die too. It's already dead. It's already dead. So when I go down and submit it to you, give you the payment for this, I shall rise because you can't hold God because I created you death. I created you, but I am going to subject myself to what I created because of the rule, the rule of this thing. There's a law. So since I spoke the law, I have to obey the law I spoke. Otherwise, God would be a liar, and he's not. So he submitted himself to his own law. He let his own word die and raised it again. And when it was raised again, it was clean. So everybody that's died with Christ died, submitted to death once, and was raised again raised we must receive christ not just post christ not just speak christ but don't receive him because when we receive him a newness come because the old man died he is crucified in christ on that cross nailed nailed that's the law of god but the problem is many of us don't study the law of god so we're under the law of sin and sin reigns to all of those that refuse to receive the crucifixion so without the crucifixion there's no resurrection ah! okay yes okay i'm trying i'm i'm, 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 I'm i really am i'm trying i'm trying i'm trying i'm trying lord i'm trying My God, for in that he died, he died until sin was, but in that he lives, he lives unto God. Likewise, reckon you also yourselves to be dead, Lord help me, indeed until sin, indeed, our deeds, we no longer do the deeds of sin. But alive unto God through Jesus Christ, our Lord, He has reigned. Okay, yeah, I can get stuck on that ark that y'all didn't saw, and don't want to receive Christ. Talk about man wrote the Bible. Man was inspired. The same man is a process with God. We have to know. How else would we know? We have to know because sin was in our flesh, so God wasn't coming directly to all of us. So He not. Just audibly, not in the face, because no man can see God's face and, and live. So, because of all the other stuff in the sin, in the flesh. So, he he have a mediator. There was the angel of the Lord at first. Now is the word of God. It's Jesus Christ. God himself. God himself sent his own word. 
direct communication with God, sent his spirit, direct communication, because now he don't see this. He see the inner man. He's talking to his son in us. Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal. These bodies are mortal, not immortal. We're going to put on immortal. We, we're going to put on. Mm. That you should obey it in the lust thereof. So the thing is, when the flesh tries, the dead flesh tries to function like it's living. We have to crucify it because it's already dead. We can't let the flesh speak because it's going to speak things of death. Those things that are the knowledge of good and evil, that's what it's going to speak. And it's going to ask for those things that desire us to death. Because it's already dead. This flesh is already dead. It's the spirit that's speaking and functioning and directing us now. Go left, go right. Oh, something told me. The Holy Spirit, the unctioning. You're there because God said to go there. You're at this point because God is telling you to go to this point. Disobedience is the issue. Because disobedience is aligned with unbelief. Disobedience. It's trying to win our soul back so we can backslide we can divorce God we can fall away when we're already given life already given life but when we allow our mortal bodies the sin in it to reign to reign in our mortal bodies that we should obey it in the lust. So the flesh, the carnal mind, don't want us to study, don't even want us to listen, to hearken unto the truth, and to who those God set, planted, and sent. Very few are gonna catch it because most of us are being led by the flesh that's already dead instead of the spirit that lives and leads us to the gates to get into the gate so it says neither yield you your members as instruments many of us are used as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin but yield yourselves unto God as those that are alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. How are we using our members? Where, where are we going? Especially this, that tongue, what are we using that tongue for? Because one minute we're loving the person, next minute we didn't, we didn't put them in the grave, nail up the coffin and everything. So that is no longer righteousness. When a man turns from righteousness, he's going to die. And when a man turns from unrighteousness unto Christ, he's going to live. That's the law of God. Amen from the church. Okay, so it says, For sin shall not have dominion over you, 
for you are not under the law, but under grace. What then? Shall we sin because we are not under the law, but under grace? God forbid, it's not going to happen. Know you not that to whom you yield yourselves servants. So if we are servants to the flesh and sin, that's our owner. If we yield to the inner man, the spirit of God, the word of God, that's our owner. Mm -hmm. It says, uh, his servants you are to whom you obey. Hallelujah. My God. Rather of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness. But God be thanked that you were the servants, you were the servants of sin, but you have obeyed from the heart the form of doctrine which was delivered to you. Doctrine is important. Leavened bread is not God. God is unleavened. Doctrine is important. Doctrine is important now. What report we listen to? Who's delivering that report? Is it, is it of God? Test every spirit. Test that spirit. Is it of God? Or is it, what is being satisfied? The flesh or your spirit man in Christ? Which is being crucified? The flesh or the spirit man? That doctrine is important. It, or is there any conviction? Is there any conviction in anything you're hearing? And then are you obeying the conviction to turn us around to reconciliation? Are we listening to the gates that God have sent so we can get into the gate? In the name of Jesus, it says, but God be thanked that you were the servants of sin, but you have obeyed from the heart. It's the heart. It's the heart, not the mouth. It's the heart. You have obeyed from the heart. It got to go deep in. He got to get rooted. No man can mock God. Our life shows forth. He knows by the works who are we serving. He knows by the words. He knows by the deeds. That's why we'll be recompensed for those things. If we sow good seed, godly seed, we see a good harvest. When we sow bad seed, we see a bad harvest. It ain't nothing that the enemy's done. It's the inner enemy, not the outward. What are we operating and functioning in? In the name of Jesus, hallelujah, glory to God. Have an ear to hear. Being then made free from sin, you became the servants of righteousness. I speak after the manner of men because of the affirmity of your flesh. For as you have yielded your members' servants to unrighteousness, uncleanness, uncleanness, and to inequity, unto inequity, uncleanness, and to inequity, unto inequity. Even so now, yield your members' servants to righteousness, unto holiness. We can't do, let me tell you, we can't do this without becoming holy. We can't. So, Holy and then now you can call a person what you want. But if they have yield their members unto righteousness, unto holiness, say what you want. It's what we say is not important. It's what God says. And who's who he sees. Mm -hmm. 
For when you were the servant of sin, you were free from righteousness. What fruit had you then in those things whereof you are now ashamed? When we're outside of Christ, what was our fruit looking like? And why are we ashamed of it? So how can we come in Christ and be ashamed when we've been released? For the end of those things is death. Those fruit of unrighteousness and uncleanness in the world? Yeah. But now, being made free from sin and become servants to God, are we? who are we serving? What do our life show for? In our words. In our words. It's not just about sounding in the mere appearance. What do spirits see? The witnesses, okay? But now being made free from sin and become servants to God, you have your fruit unto holiness in the end everlasting life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal, eternal life through Jesus Christ, the word of God, our Lord, that reigns forever with God. And death and sin burns forever outside of God with flesh. So I send the word of God to the people of God, to the ears of God, to the hearts of men. Y'all have the most thought-filled day. Who am I yielding my service to? Who is going to reign over my soul? In Jesus' name, peace.